You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Yes, you made it. Good morning. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems, downtown studio. Indeed, indeed, it's Friday. Uh, yesterday was Matty Rose's Friday. I hate that so much. He uh, He's off today, off Monday. That means myself and my man, Patty Dumont, for the next couple days. Patrick, good morning. How are you? Hello. Good morning, George. How are you doing? I'm super. That's good. Well, not really. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, all right. But, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not a big fan of people saying, it's my Friday today. No, it's like no. Tuesday. It's those people that have, like, you know, they have a work a five-day week, but their off days are, like, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's, it's yeah, respect. It's, it's, no, it's I, great, I, but, like, like an, uh, it's not Friday, that, dude. People grind, they work overnights, they work afternoons, they work shift work, they work, you know, their days off are Tuesday, Wednesday, but no, it's not, Monday's not Friday, Friday's Friday. Yeah. And and definitely, like, those specific days, like, because even if your Friday is Tuesday, it doesn't feel like a Friday, because it's a Tuesday. No, because everything you do, like, like it just feels yeah. like, you, like you, the nightlife, if you're going around downtown, it's dead, it's not comparable yes. to a weekend, so, like, the maybe it's good for you, the bars aren't as busy, or wherever you're going isn't as busy, so good for you at that. Yeah, but it just doesn't not, feel like, like just, yeah. There's not as much racket where yeah. I live on a Tuesday night. Exactly. <laughs> down in the belt line. There's not as much racket, Patrick. No, no. I mean, not, not quieter than on a Friday, Saturday night. I mean, outside of like Stampede and maybe like Christmas, it probably uh, it probably is pretty dead during the week. The racket's down. Yeah. It's not as loud. <laughs> a lot of racket. A lot of racket. Okay. We got a uh, we got a busy show. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Today. Um,. Derek Brown from Fantasy Pro is going to join us at 7 o'clock. Yeah, he's, he's a spark plug. He's fiery. I like that. He's a good guy. Um, this is uh, this is the first, I think this is the first real weekend of people starting to draft their fantasy football teams. Yeah, I would say this would be it coming into like the week two of the preseason. Uh, not uh, People some are of, anxious. Yeah, people are getting, they're scratching at it. They're getting their surrender scratch that itch that's been, you know, like eight, nine months away or six, seven months, whatever, how long it's been, you know, it's, yeah. it's time to go here. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm slimming down the fantasy leagues this year to focus on a couple just, uh, cause Ooh. I, you know, like I just get too, too caught up and, you know, things go bad and you're like, Oh, I just waste all this money on this one team. And it's like, whatever. So just keeping it slim this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. I try to, uh, I think I'm going three leagues. I have three. I think that's it. three is what I'm at now. I think that's the absolute max. Yeah, that is uh, even then because one of them's already kind of done because it was a rookie draft, so there's no draft ready. It's just you just wait for the season to start. So the next two, okay, uh, will be uh, one's a keeper auction league, and the other will be uh, I don't know whatever league that comes out of this station. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, GVP, did you get that Flames media invite from Logan? Are you going in the league or no? No, I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. It's twenty five bucks. I don't, is not like, worth my time. I, I say <laughs> like like I, I twenty five bucks is too little, but then I'm like, I don't want to be in a league right now where it's like, oh, it's two hundred and fifty bucks to get in. No. Only right. somewhere in the middle. A hundred hundred dollars is an okay buy in, I think. Hundo always seems like the sweet spot. Yeah, but then it's like, oh no, we're up it to three hundred this year. Like, yeah, no, uh, get effed. I'm, like, I'm done. Aren't there like twenty five people in that potential league too? Isn't if that way it, too many? That works. Yeah, Isn't that way too many. He, yeah, like it was just a, it was a ton of like I was like, oh, Brandon Parker's here. How much does NFL he, he watch? Uh, J Max there, uh, Eric Francis who doesn't watch anything other than the NHL. 
and the Calgary Flames is there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it just feels like there's a lot of people. Like, I'm, I'm, 12 is a good number. 12 is always the maximum I want to go into a fantasy league with. Right. Because, like, uh, 14 and 16 gets crazy. Well, yeah. that's something we can talk to Derek Brown about coming up at 7 o'clock. Uh, legendary Buck Martinez, 7.30, mm-hmm. Blue Jays color analyst, going to join us. Uh, good news, Bull Bichette was raking yesterday in the below. He sure was. In his final AAA rehab assignment. He looked good. He looked like Bull Bichette. He'll join the team apparently in Cincinnati on Saturday. So we'll tee up that big series with the Reds. Don't look now. Jay's just a half game up mm. on the Mariners for that final wild card spot. In the American League. I thought the Mariners were supposed to be selling, Patrick. I thought they were done. Yeah, it felt like that. But this is kind of what they kind of did last year. Even though they didn't sell last year, they kind of just hung around, hung around, and got hot in late August and September, and it eventually got them into a playoff spot. It, mm-hmm. It's a little worrisome because you go look back in that series in July where the Jays got swept up in the Pacific Northwest. They did not play the Mariners well. And uh, so you lose a tiebreaker with them now. It's, it's go yeah. time, and this, this Reds team is... Uh, albeit they faded of late, they're still in this thing as well in an NL wildcard hunt, and they're still only two and a half back in the NL Central. So the Reds, this is a good squad, a very young squad. The Jays are going to have to be ready tonight. Jose Barrios getting the ma- getting the start. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of help of late. It feels like um, uh, out of all the like, uh, the, you figure he's going to be your third guy in a, in a wild card series. Like mm-hmm. they need to help this guy out because uh, he's got the ERA. The ERA is down. That record, the win loss, isn't the greatest. But I know that's not the what yep. we rely on so much now with pitchers. But uh, they got to help up the runs and the offenses and in general, like four runs to nine against yep. the Phillies. There, not going to cut it. And uh, you know, I'm interested. I'm really interested to see what uh, Chad Green's going to look like to add to this bullpen. Yeah, like it's already like well, pretty damn good. And that's what I just it, add that guy. And that's what I mean. Like when the rosters expand here in, in a couple weeks, you're like, okay, well, are you, are you bringing up Alec Manoa? Are you going to be bringing up one of the the relievers? You know, Trevor Richards, Chad Green, because. Manoa needs yeah. to start. Chad Green's going to pitch for the Blue Jays. Yeah, exactly. He, Chad Green is definitely going to start for, or going to get some some time in the bullpen for sure. But like, like Manoa, I think is just, uh, I think he's just going to be down there. <laughs> he's going to stay down there until they maybe need somebody in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's going to be part of the uh, Shaw Charity Classic uh, Charity Skins game tomorrow down at Canyon Meadows. Uh, Curtis Joseph's going to yes. join us. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, I think one of the one of the one of the greatest goalie masks in the history of the game. Uh, one of the one of the better goaltenders for sure of the of the of the not through the '90s and early 2000s as well. Uh, had a little stint here in Calgary where he came in uh, relieved Mika Kiprasov in a playoff game against San Jose. They were down three nothing and they came back and won the game. I believe that was game three in 08. Uh, yeah, Curtis Joseph, because uh, they made that signing like midway through, like in January, because they couldn't figure out the backup situation. I think they were dealing with some injuries, and uh, they were obviously needed to give Kiprasov some time off. And uh, they signed Kudrow. I believe he was in Europe, or he had a good run at the Spangler Cup. They signed him off a really good run at the Spangler Cup. So hmm. that's the, that's my Flames memory of Kudrow. Uh, we'll talk to him at eight o'clock, and Kudrow uh, is essentially the um, the topic today. Of our text topic, we have another giveaway to do. Oh yeah, which is uh, super fun. Uh, we have tickets to Gran Turismo. You get two general admissions, two medium drinks, two medium popcorns to go see Gran Turismo. Um, this is the text topic today. There's no question that Cujo is one of the best nicknames ever in the NHL. Like, oh, without saying, 
Yeah, uh, based on the you know 1983 horror film on Stephen King's mm-hmm. 1981 novel. If you didn't know, well, I'm specifically talking to uh, uh, GVP and, and intern Sham when I'm discussing that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, Cujo, Angry that, Dog, yeah, Angry St. Bernard. I haven't seen it. Not a horror movie guy. No, no clue what you're talking. You're not about. a horror movie guy. I've seen one in my life. Really? Yeah. Which one? Uh, it's Sinister. Oh, wow. that, that's not a good one to see. That's the only one I've ever seen, seen, and I will never see it again. Horror movie. It's seen, not my zero. thing. I can't stand them. <sighs> I saw um, when I went to go see Oppenheimer. I saw the uh, the preview for the new Exorcist movie. Oh, okay, yeah, Ooh, Linda, that looks good. Linda Blair, I think's in it, isn't she? Oh yeah, yeah. no, it looks. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and the OG Exorcist is a movie that haunts a lot of people. Haunts my buddy Rob. Oh yeah. Like he, like you don't talk about the Exorcist. Like that's yeah. just my, I think, do it. I might think that gets my dad. Same with the the original Amityville Horror. Yeah, that's yeah. uh, yeah, that's a tough. One. And uh, I remember I watched um, this was a, f- a couple years ago. I ended up watching um a horror movie. Which one was it? It was the one where the uh, the, the husband and wife team, uh, The Conjuring. Ah. It was the second version. And I was watching it by myself on Halloween night. I couldn't sleep. I started watching it at like 2 a.m. Oh, no. And I'm watching The Conjuring at like 2 a.m. <laughs> by myself on Halloween night. Well, there I'm you like, go. Okay, this is awesome. Yeah. That's how you do it. But, uh, yeah, one of the best uh, nicknames in all the NHL, Cujo. We're asking you at 960-960, name and location, um, what's the best beer league hockey nickname you've ever heard? Oh, okay. And if you give us a bit of a story attached to it, you'll win the tickets. That works. 960-960, name and location. Beer League hockey nickname, best one you've heard, and why is the guy given the nickname? <laughs> Let's keep it like where we can play these on the radio. Oh, yeah. I'm sure some of these have some negative connotation. But like I <clears throat> I definitely want to hear uh, the Beer League hockey yeah. nicknames. Well, I'm sure there's tons, and I'm sure there's like, I, I'm sure in beer league GVP they still do the whole like uh, just adding a Y to the end of uh, oh, yeah. people's last oh, names. That, that's basically or, every. That's just hockey. Yeah, S Y E R. Just call a guy, call a guy by his last name. Yeah, that yeah. seems to be it. But like, yeah, well, that's the hockey thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Like George would be like Rusty. Hey, Rusty. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. Yeah, my name really doesn't. Doesn't really work for that. They would take the ick out. It'd just be like Rusty, maybe. Probably, probably. Yeah. Well, Mike Wilner always used to call me uh, Rustic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on purpose, or he just yeah. okay. It was fine. Okay, yeah, that's fine. If it's on purpose, and I used to call yeah. him Jerk. No, I'm just kidding. I like Mike. <laughs> no, I like Mike Wilner. It's a good dude, Mike Wilner. Um, yeah, because mine's tough. Like, obviously, they called you GVP, right? GVP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because uh, hockey players maybe aren't the most clever. That's why actually Arbor Jacki's got an incredible nickname for the hat. Oh, the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi yes, which that's... I thought was extremely clever. I, but, feel, uh, I felt like they had better nicknames, obviously in the seventies and eighties. Even like they didn't have to just tack on a Y to it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> I don't um, maybe. Not. Is <laughs> he already a good I one? I see this James one is really good. <laughs> Already a good one in James at Crossfield. Keep it rolling in. 960, 960, <laughs> name and location. We had a guy called Evil Canada because he wore the Olympic jersey, but the black one. <laughs> that was blasphemous. Evil Canada. He had the black so that's jersey. That's a great nickname. It is a great nickname. Yeah, I love that. 
Yeah, that's 960, good. 960, name and location. In honor of Curtis Joseph being on the program at 8 o'clock, uh, Cujo. By the way, we told you Mackenzie Weger was coming on today. Yeah, we apparently lied to you because he's on a, he's unfortunately on a flight. There yeah, his, was a his people lied to Chris. They didn't yeah. lie. They just messed up the times, but uh, yeah. that's okay. It's fine. I'm sure we can have Weegs on eventually. We had him after uh, the World Championship. Yeah, we've had him on this summer, and uh, I'm sure he'll be on in the afternoon, either yeah. today or tomorrow when they're, where they're down at the course. Yeah. Uh, 960, 960, name and location. Give us the uh, the Beer League hockey nickname and why. Your favorite one, the worst one, doesn't matter. Just make us laugh this morning. 960, 960, name and location. Um, there's one more thing I want to get to before uh, some sad news to report. Um, you know what I didn't realize till I saw it with my brother last night? Mm. Uh, there's two things I want to get to. Uh, Trey Ford. Yeah. And the Eskimos won last night. Hell yeah, he did. After yeah. a long ass lightning delay. You get hit with that one? Uh, no, no, but I definitely saw it. And, uh, Trey Ford is from Niagara Falls. Yes. My hometown. Yes. So I'm like, hey, Trey Ford. I had no idea. Yeah, he's a Canadian quarterback. He's the, he was the first one to start since Greg Vavra did for the for the Stamps yeah. back in the eighties. Uh, yeah, went to Waterloo. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Went to Ann Meyer High School, which is like a five minute drive from where I live. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I was I was I was I was going to be one of these two that that Edmonton was going to get either in Hamilton or or next week against Ottawa. Um, Hamilton is obviously dealing with their own injuries. They're down to their own third string quarterback. Uh, and that, out of that play, they had that nice play to AC Leonard, to the defensive lineman on the fake uh, with Taylor Cornelius. That was a really good game. Good for the Elks. They needed that one. They needed it bad. Yeah, they, they definitely did. But they didn't win at home. So at least no, no, that's uh, the thing. That. They, they they still haven't won at home. Uh, which who knows? I think they could eat, they could beat Ottawa. I think they could beat Ottawa uh, this oh, coming boy. week. So look out! Here come the Elks. <laughs> yeah, here come the Elks. Uh, dominating the second half of the season starts right now. now. Um, there's one thing I know this show really covers well. Yeah. And uh, are you excited about it? Uh, the Bundesliga kicking off today. Holy crap, yeah. Bayern and, and Werder Bremen. Werder Bremen. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Bayern, obviously, uh, def- what, going for their, what, uh, 11th, 12th title? in a row. <laughs> it feels like it. Uh, in a row. And they'll uh, they'll have the new striker in Harry Kane, uh, who, uh, I mean, they, they played the Polka last week against Leipzig, and they looked like crap. Uh, so Byron hasn't. Byron seems like they're prime for a for a downturn here. So we'll see what happens. Well, Dortmund is this, is this coming from a Dortmund? Fan? Well, of course it's coming from a Dortmund supporter. So uh, yeah, um, we'll see. I mean, Byron obviously is still the still the goat in uh, in Germany. Um, I think I think uh, I think Maddie and GVP should pick Bundesliga sides. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, like. Like, like maybe, maybe GVP's a big Union Berlin. My brother's an Union Berlin fan. Actually. Like Mainz, Clone. Yeah. Bochum's back up, or do they avoid? No, they avoided. Rotation. They avoided. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Freiburg, Hoffenheim, Stuttgart. Oh yeah. Who's uh, Heinenheim? They're new. Yeah. Uh, Muchen Gladbach. That's Jeff Blair's favorite team. Borussia Muchen Borussia Gladbach. Gladbach. Yeah. This sounds like gibberish to me. It's German. Uh, Augsburg. Yeah. Leverkusen, Leipzig, Darmstadt, they're new too. SB that, Darmstadt? A, yeah. Yeah. Eintracht Frankfurt. Tell you, German soccer is good to watch, man. I, 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 like, I like watching on Sportsnet on a, on a Saturday. Well, morning. it's not on Sportsnet anymore. 
What? It's not on? No, the zone. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I have okay. no clue what uh, I have no idea what Sportsnet now has for for European soccer. soccer. I don't think they oh, have boy. anything right now, actually. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Yeah, it is kind of sad because the Prem is on but, Fubo, Bundesliga is on DAZN. But, but I do have DAZN. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, we have all of them now. Like, I have all the streaming platforms. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> you like, have to, especially it's, for the NFL. Exactly. I mean, like the NFL, like DAZN comes with so much handy. My, like, my favorite, well, my favorite thing uh, with uh, I don't we really shouldn't be talking about this, but whatever. Nah. Uh, so I uh, I paid for the full year, and it came out again. I'm like, what the. You pay for the full... I tried to watch some sort of fight last year. I don't even know what it was. It's like too many people were on. I go, I paid for the entire yearly subscription, and I can't even watch this fight. On DAZN? I was getting a little sour about that. That was a few months ago. On DAZN? Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, I I, I, didn't, I thought the, the pay-per-views with DAZN were separate. I thought you had to pay for them separately. No, this was like, a, this was like one of those stupid fights. Oh, okay. It was like free on DAZN. Mm-hmm. It's just because so many people were watching. They just yeah okay huh. And I'm like, good thing I paid for the entire year. I was mad, <laughs> super Stupid. sour. Um, but uh, there's some uh, sad news yeah. that uh, happened last night from uh, the world of hockey. Uh, hockey Hall of Fame broadcaster, the legend um, Rick Jenneret, passed away at the at the age of 81 last night. He's been dealing with health issues uh, for at least a couple years now. And unfortunately, last night uh, he passed away. Uh, when you get an opportunity to play uh, Rick Jenner clips, and it, this is kind of like um, this one kind of hits closer to home for me specifically. Mm, of course, I'm uh, his son Chris was my uh, radio teacher oh, in first wow. year broadcasting in uh, Welland, and I have uh, I've golfed a lot uh, with Chris. I consider him a friend, his son. So very sad news that his father passed away. The legendary. Rick Jenneret and uh, Rick Jenneret did games for the uh, the junior team, the Niagara Falls Flyers, for years and years and years before uh, he got his uh, gig with the Buffalo Sabers. Um, also saw him a lot at a uh, a local sports bar here. Like he's just he's just a legend. It's a very sad night uh, last night. Very sad day today that he's now gone, but uh, his legend will always live on with some of these incredible calls mm-hmm. i've uh dug some up probably my favorites probably all the the greatest ones of all time like there's no question that this call <laughs> i have overtime a feeling yep for the sabers against the bruins in yep. 1993 is probably his most legendary call hit a gvp here's may going in on goal he shoots he Yeah, like just goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. When you hear stuff like that. Just them trying to chase Brad May down was always my favorite part of that entire yeah. goal. It's oh like, yeah, get away from me! Yeah. Get away! <laughs> right. No, but yeah, Rick Jenner, uh, absolute Buffalo sports legend. Um, Sabers, uh, obviously, one of the greatest commentators uh, of of our generation. I mean, I yeah. guess your generation for sure. Uh, didn't do a lot of uh, commentating love lately over the last few years, uh, obviously. But uh, of course, he'll be for sure, surely missed, and that, that market will uh, will honor him well. I know uh, 
Buffalo's going to do him very well this year through uh, either putting him up. I don't know. If he's, is he up in there with the rafters oh, no, already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they, okay. they had a ceremony for Yeah, him. that's right. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely did. Uh, he's, he's a legend. Like, this yeah. is one of the greatest sports broadcasters uh, of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, that goal, too, was the 92-93 season, which, in my mind, and it was voted when the NHL had their 100th, 100th the anniversary of the of NHL Cup, hockey. right? That year? Yeah, it's the year the Habs won the Cup, 13 overtimes, beat the Kings. The Leafs had that remarkable run, lost to Game 7 in Gretzky at Maple Leaf Gardens. People say that that might be one of the greatest years of hockey. It is. No, like I, again, like, again, I'm I'm biased. I grew up a Montreal Canadiens fan. They won the Stanley Cup, but that was just, the Pittsburgh Penguins were incredible, having a record-setting season with Mario Lemieux. They get stunned. They were going for three straight. Yeah, like they were going for three straight. They they were just and then David Volick in overtime in game seven. Uh the Islanders knock out the Penguins. Just an incredible uh playoff. Everything and again, like Flames fans, uh you know Solani scored seventy six that year. The rookie yeah, record. Just, yeah, it was just LaFontaine was like low like just tearing it up. Speaking of which, um more calls uh from Rick Jenneret. Um, the LaFontaine, I'm glad you mentioned LaFontaine. This one always sticks in my mind too, right around the holiday season. Every time it's the holiday (laughs) season. Yeah, I I, I recall this one. Hit it, GVP. Ledyard whips it up through center. LaFontaine's got a breakaway. Here's LaFontaine going right in on goal to score! Unreal. Unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sabres are on their way to the uh, President's uh, Trophy way back when, when the Carolina Hurricanes essentially uh, 06. stole the Stanley Cup away. Yeah. <laughs> the Sabres were down like their top four blue liners in that playoff. Yeah, I remember it, well, that was, uh, I I don't know if it was 06 or 07, but uh, the the first round against Philly, uh, Brian Campbell and R.J. Umberger, the hit. Yeah. I don't know if that um, was the 06 or, it might have been 07, but either way, yeah, here's, those uh, Sabre teams are great. Yeah, here's another call uh, in that in that playoff run uh, to kick it off, hit at GVP. And it's stolen away and cleared out to center ice to Pumminville. Pumminville into Ottawa territory. Pumminville goes around Albertson, cuts in front, scores! Jason Pumminville, shorthanded. Oh, now do you believe? Now do you believe? These guys are good, scary good, and they are going to either Carolina or New Jersey. The Buffalo Sabres knock off the Senators in overtime. What an incredible call. Yeah. Like, just the personality, the mm-hmm. energy, the just the sheer excitement. Yeah. Like, that checks all the boxes right there. Yeah, the, the cadence, the voice. Uh, you, oh, don't, you don't get that. Uh, you, don't, no. you don't see that anymore. You won't see that anymore. Uh, I don't know what it is. Why uh, not? If we've all become robots like, why not? in this industry. Um, but, no, yeah, Rick Jenneret, uh that 06 season, that was the first year out of the, uh, the lockout. It was such a weird time, but that Sabres group, I remember them. They were so good. They were such a good team. It was 06 when the, it was the Campbell-RJ Umberger hit because the Phil- yeah. Flyers were the five seed. Like, you, you have Rick Jenneret yeah. on the on the short list of probably the most, you know, entertaining GOAT broadcasters of all time. Yeah. Like, 
like Bob Cole, obviously the legend. Every there's no question, Bob Cole, right? Mm-hmm. And for our old school listeners, again, I don't, I don't, I never experienced Foster Hewitt, but yeah. sure, Foster Hewitt, Bob Cole, Danny Gallivan, mm-hmm. like way back when. I get it, um, but Bob Cole is the gold standard hockey broadcasting in Canada, and I think always will be. Oh, 100%. Greatest of all time. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, Jim Houston was good. I, I enjoyed yep. Jim Houston. Me too. Very good. Retired. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, one, one of the greats of all time, too. Um, obviously, um, Chris Cuthbert's a legend mm-hmm. in his own mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Very good. Exceptional at what he's done. But he but wasn't like... Again, generate again. There is some for local guys too, because those guys are national. They have the yeah, oh no, national. yeah, those guys, yeah. Like, I mean, was that's, a local, that's what I was about yeah. to say. Yeah, local guy. Yeah, like obviously, <laughs> Maddie and I have had this conversation on the air. I, I think with you is that yeah, your local sportscasters should be a bit of a homer. They Damn should right. be. Yeah, yeah. And Rick Generette, like it was like uh, dueling banjos uh, with him <laughs> and Joe Bowen in Toronto because of the proximity. Yeah. <laughs> who can be kind of a bigger homer on their calls? Exactly, but that's okay because he was so legendary and so good at it. And I think that was a that was a thing that was definitely people didn't care about. They loved that back in the day. I think now it's like, well, you even seen on the text line with 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 today's stuff. He's like, oh, being a bit of a homer there. I'm like, what do you want, man? So what? <laughs> Especially on the radio. They're obviously the... moved to TV. Yeah, like and, if you're and doing the television broadcast for. Uh... MSG. I figure um, you should be you should be as much as a homer if you were being yeah. paid by that team to call right. their games. And you're not being paid by a network or something yeah. to call national games doing everything once a game every Saturday night or maybe right. a Wednesday. No, if you're doing the Sabres 82 times a year, you damn right yeah. you're going to be a homer. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Like again, we laugh about guys like Dave Mishkin. He gets excited. Yeah. Yeah, we right. lo- we lo- like yeah. Michigan maybe is is to the extreme the way he goes. Like I think it's yeah. almost like like sure. Yeah, but like but it's fun to listen it's to. Fun to listen to it's yeah. hilarious how many times we just laugh listening to Michigan just blow up in front of the radio because he's he's having fun doing his. Yeah, job, so many so. people uh, can't stand Jack Edwards. Yeah, but I'm sure people in Boston love him. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. I would, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure that's that's probably maybe the only market that I just can, can handle him. But for sure, like I. I want as much personality in my calls yeah, as possible. That's I agree. what I want. I agree. And I think you like, get that more with, with well, obviously with the American stations being the regional networks and, and, uh, and Sportsnet being more the national broad. Like the, sure. They're not so much the local. But Bob Cole had personality yeah, Exactly. Calls. It was just the way Bob Cole did. It was, just, it was the, old, the old style of game. There, right. there is not like, that 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 docile voice. Like, there is none of that. Like, you have it in the yeah. NFL with Al Michaels, but then Al Michaels is going to go... And Legendary like, too. Yeah, and like I like Joe Buck, and I, I know a lot of people don't like Joe Buck's. I'm great. a big Joe. Buck I love fan. Joe Buck, and I love. I the, love his sarcasm. Yes, the, I I like my my commentators to have a monotone, dulcet voice sometimes. Well, there was Pat Summerall and John Madden no. for back in the day. Pat, too. Summerall. Pat Summerall, and the story of him doing the murder she wrote thing is fantastic. <laughs> but uh, the uh, again, I love it. Bob Cole, like you think of Bob Cole, you yeah. think of you know Joe Sackick. Yeah, Joe like, Exactly. Yep. And uh, Rick Generate. We got, we got, we got a couple more to play there. GVP or what? Just yeah, we before got, we get to break. Yeah, we got a couple. All right, let's hit him. And he gets it to the line and chases after him. With his two on one, who's Dumas drags it free. Shoots one. Joe. JP Dumas. Zips at home, one nothing Buffalo. 
baby yeah. Dumont. When I, incredible. When I ever created myself on NHL, they didn't have my last name. I always make my last name Dumont. <laughs> so it kind of kind of sounds like Dumont. That's good. I yeah, like that. Yeah, it was like Patrick like Dumont. Move. Yeah, it's weird. Right. It worked. One more before we get to the break. Board. Campbell keeping it in, rolling it on into the corner. And it's cleared back to Connolly. Lines up, fakes his shot, goes wide. Who's it across the ice? Incredible stuff, and I, and I get it. Like people in 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 this market, you know, don't have the same yeah. d- connection to Rick Jenneret that a lot of other people do. But you knew who Rick Jenneret mm. was. I I like al- I always loop Buffalo in as like a, a de facto Canadian franchise because uh, right. they, they are isolated up there in upstate yeah. New York. They've got a rabid fan base similar to those. Of uh, the Canadians guys on the other side games. of the border, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've always, always had a little bit of love for Buffalo. Always, always wanted to see them do well. And then when I saw that Rick Jenneret thing, I was like, you, you kind of like, yeah, he was, he wasn't doing well here in the last few years. It was kind of like, it wasn't, it didn't, didn't caught me off guard, of course. But it's still, it is sad to, to always hear uh, legends of the game uh, commentators go away because we are losing them uh, left, yeah. right, and center here. Uh, Rick Jenneret, unfortunately, uh, passing away uh, last night at the age of uh, 81. Uh, rest in peace, legend. Okay, so, um, straight ahead, the Rose Report starring Patrick Dumont. And then uh, we'll talk some fantasy football at the top of the hour uh, with Derek Brown from Fantasy Pros. It's all straight ahead. Oh, and by the way, we're giving away uh, the Gran Turismo movie passes in honor of us having Curtis Joseph on the program today. One of the best uh, nicknames in the NHL ever, Cujo. Uh, give us your favorite uh, beer league nickname and uh, why. 960, 960, name and location. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose starring Patrick Dumont today. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. At the top of the hour, Derek Brown, fantasy pros. You getting ready to draft some fantasy football teams this weekend? I think this is the first real weekend of people getting serious about fantasy football. We'll talk to Derek. Like, what just the evolution of fantasy football is, uh, stay away from running backs in the first round. Excuse me, what now? Yeah, we'll man, we'll, Derek. S- we'll see. Yeah. It's it's coming to those days, it feels like. Mm. Uh, we'll talk to Derek about that. Uh, Buck Martinez, Blue Jays color analyst for the Blue Jays at 7.30. We're also giving away um, movie tickets to Gran Turismo based on a true story in honor of us having Curtis Joseph on the program today at 8 o'clock. Cujo, best nickname probably ever, or one of, in the uh, NHL. Uh, Give us your favorite beer league nickname either you had or a teammate had. Give us a little story behind it. 960-960, name and location. We pick you. We'll do that at the end of the show. You win the tickets. It's that simple. It's that easy. That's simple. It's easy. They're already coming uh, in. Matty Rose. Yeah, absolutely. Matty Rose off uh, today, off Monday. So that means it's time for the Rose Report starring Patrick Dumont. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match, and then they'll beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. No, this is Patrick. Yeah, 
that's me. It's time for the morning report. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, they're back in action tonight. Thursday was a travel day as they get set to begin a three-game set with the Cincinnati Reds this evening down at the Great American Ballpark. Looking to get back in the win column after falling to the Phillies in the last of that mini two-game finale. Uh, tonight will be Toronto's first trip to the Queen City since 2014. Uh, they were supposed to go there in 2020, but then COVID hit, and then they had to play 60 games south of the border against uh, the American League East and National League East. But nonetheless, they're playing the Reds in Cincinnati tonight, and the Reds are probably a little bit ahead of schedule uh, record-wise in the midst of a playoff race for the first time in a decade. Uh, and they're doing it on the backs of a lot of their younger bats, like Spencer Steer, Jonathan India, and uh, one of the most exciting players in the game, Ellie De La Cruz. And, of course, Canadian uh, Toronto native uh, Joey Votto, who at 39 uh, is on the downside of his career, but he's found uh, some new life here with this young Reds yeah. organization here. It's uh, It's been really fun watching them play this year. Uh, the Jays are going to roll with Jose Barrios tonight, uh, and the Reds still have not named a starter. Uh, they're dealing with a lot of injuries in that. Uh, rotation uh, as they uh, maybe are on their way to a six-man rotation. Who knows? But we still don't know the Reds starter. Uh, this is also the third Apple TV Plus game for the Jays in like four or five weeks. So uh, no TV on the Sportsnet side of things, but we'll have it on the radio uh, starting at 4 o'clock with Blair and Barker leading you up to first pitch at 440. Uh, Saturday and Sunday's games will be on Sportsnet West. Uh, note the start time for that Saturday game. It'll be also a 440 first pitch. Yeah, um, it's all about the pitching, right? Because Jose Barrios oh, had yeah. a big time, has had a big time bounce back season. And uh, Jay's now tied with the Mariners, Patrick, for the best team ERA in Major League Baseball at 373. And again, this, this team is, you know, it's built on pitching and defense. Mm-hmm. And that's something that uh, Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins, more Ross Atkins, was focusing on this offseason. Yeah, it's maybe not as fun to watch when you got uh, this isn't the 2015 Blue Jays mm-hmm. who were just bludgeoning teams. Uh, with their bats this yep. is a team that you know it's it's the bullpen's rock solid it's got some flamethrowers at the back end which is a nice change which is something blue jays fans and media have been just screaming about the last few seasons and yep. yeah it, that's something i want to ask buck martinez does this offense essentially it has to be just by committee and you just hope guys like you know Darton, dalton varsho or kevin biggio has a big game or david schneider like these guys just get hot for a couple mm-hmm. games they can carry this team because Outside of what George Springer's maybe been doing lately and Whit Merrifield, like, Vladdy's been up and down. Like, Matt Chapman's hurt. Yeah. Cooled off after that red-hot start. Bo Bichette's obviously the linchpin of this team, and they definitely need him back. You know, and he'll be back Saturday, apparently. But do they? does the offense just by committee here? They just hope a couple guys get hot here because the pitching is that damn good. It feels like it. And uh, I was looking at the stats, like, just looking at uh, players' monthly splits, and... Vladdy's gotten worse every month uh, when it comes to batting average. He's also at a a monthly low of only six RBI uh, in the month of August right now. So it's go time right now, I think, for Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, Getting Bo Bichette back, hopefully on Saturday, and hopefully his knee uh, hangs in there and we don't have any more issues. He's going to obviously build up the top of that order a little bit more. I like Dalton Varsho's play of late. Uh, he's been a little bit better, but you obviously need to see that over a longer period of time. And George Springer, really, since we've had Jeff Blair on the, on the program there a couple weeks back, Springer's been lighting it up. He's playing great, so keep that up. But it feels like comparative to that 2015-16 squad where, yeah, they can score, but it also felt like the pitching could let teams back into games. This year, it feels like the pitching is going to do their job. And if the offense can just pull them up, they're going to be in games. And that's going to help them down here as we get into the fall here. 
Yeah, absolutely. And again, you're right. I'm interested to see uh, the Reds tonight and also uh, playing in that tiny little ballpark. I love that stadium. I love that stadium. They got the riverboat out in right field. It's so cool. So cool. That is, again, 440 first pitch. Not on Sportsnet, but right here on Sportsnet 960. The fan. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Yeah, very light day around the majors yesterday. Just five games, two of which are concerned to the Blue Jays. We'll start in Kansas City with the Royals looking to win the series with the Mariners. And it was looking good as the Royals with cheese uh, leading 4-2 heading into the top of the eighth. But then with uh, two men on. And J-Rod at the dish, and what a series he's been having, and he maybe saved his best for the finale. He swings away! Julio with an absolute nuke out to left field! He has given the Mariners an eighth inning lead on a colossal blast! Yeah, Seattle would tack on one more in the ninth. Final score, 6-4. Another 2020 season for the young superstar. Uh, and this was the, and he becomes the first player since Juan Pierre in 2002 to have a four-hit game the night before, and following it up with a five-hit game. Twelve hits in total over a three-game series is the most in a Mariners series, three or four-game series. And now they just sit a half game back of Toronto for that final wild card spot. Yeah, it just it just feels like that that's the team, right? The Red Sox are lurking. Yeah, it too, does feel but- like Seattle. Yeah, and again, it's not like the Blue Jays—they're in a battle too with the Astros and the Rays. But again, the Rays might. They, I know they keep winning, and but they've got a lot going on right now. The season they have a lot of injuries <laughs> to their pitching staff. Like just not to mention what's Jays... happening with one of their best in Wander Franco. Oh, oh, god! Like he's not coming back ever. It sounds. You like. You know what? I've uh, I've avoided that story like the plague. I just don't want to. Talk yeah, no. About it, that. It, 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 I brought it's it up. Just yeah. a horrifying story. Horrifying. Like, horrifying. Yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, th- I think they could be in trouble, the race. I Could be. Still lots of season to go here. But, uh, yeah, again, the Blue Jays are getting healthy. Bichette's going to come back soon. Chapman, Chad Green's going to be on this mm-hmm. team. Richards, like, reinforcements are coming for the Toronto Blue Jays. And they'll need it to hold off the Red Hot Mariners all oh, yeah. of a sudden. Uh, to Washington, D.C. now. The Red Sox are closing out a series with the Nationals. Boston looking to avoid a series defeat, and they would get behind early. Nats got out to a 9-1 lead, but through six. Uh, but in the seventh, the Bo Sox would explode for six runs to get back within two. Uh, Boston entering Thursday's action two back of Seattle, but that Mariner win extended it to two and a half, so it was go time for the Beantowners. Uh, but in the Nats' half of the eighth, Stone Garrett would single home C.J. Abrams to tack on a much-needed insurance run. Boston would try and get something cooking in the ninth. The Nationals would get out of trouble, win it 10-7, big win for the Nats. So other than the Jays, what's the schedule for games that matter tonight? The forever rivals, Red Sox and Yankees go at 5.05. It's another Apple TV Plus game. The Yankees have lost five in a row and are now below 500 for, uh, for the first time this late since 1995. They're falling six and a half back of the wild card. Seattle and Houston, they play in a big one uh, this weekend in the wild card hunt. You'd probably prefer the Astros take Seattle to the woodshed this weekend. Uh, that one's a 6-10 first pitch. And the AL East leading uh, bunch, the Rays and the Orioles play late. The Rays take on uh, take on Shohei and the Angels at 7:38, And then just two minutes later up the coast in Oaktown, the Orioles will be in a three-game set with the worst team in baseball, the 34-87 and Athletics. Uh, to hockey, uh, Jonathan Taves took to the gram yesterday to announce his intentions to skip the upcoming NHL season to focus on his health. Uh, but the former Chicago captain and three-time Stanley Cup champion announced he is not retiring. Here's PA Patricia with a statement. I'd like to announce that I am not fully retiring, but I am taking time away from the game again this season. 
I cannot deny my love for the game of hockey and still feel the passion for competing at the highest level. However, these last few seasons have been very difficult considering my health challenges. My focus is to give myself the time and space to fully heal and enjoy life to the fullest once again. Yeah, of course, uh, Jonathan missed all the 2021 shortened COVID season as he dealt with uh, health issues stemming from long COVID, uh, and that limited him just 53 contests this past season. Uh, Chicago and Taves mutually parted ways at the end of this past year. Uh, we're wishing all the best to Jonathan. We hope to see him at an NHL rink very soon. Do you think he plays again? I don't think he does. Ah, tough to say. He's going to have to right. feel 100% like uh, to be able to go like the way a Jonathan Taves wants to go, not just... Yeah, I'll come in at the end and help you out win a Stanley Cup. No, I think Jonathan Taze wants to go here, and I think we'll see. Uh, I think like we'll see what happens. We'll see how his health is because this, this is some this is a nasty thing that he's been dealing with. So right, right now, it's just focusing on his health and uh, and dealing with his family and everything like that. But uh, if we do see the if this is the last of it uh, of Jonathan Taves, uh, one of the greatest to ever play. Well, not ever to play, but one of the greatest to play of recent memory. Three time Stanley Cup champion, uh, gold medals with Canada. Uh, obviously, one of the better. Best Blackhawks of recent memory and um, really brought them back to prominence. Uh, CFL. Uh, let's do it. And so the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, who scored only four rouges all last season, Jack. Big one for the Calgary Stampeders tonight as they get set for the 7-2 and two Winnipeg Blue Bombers at McMahon. Stamps looking to dig deep and get a win after what was really a tough defeat at the hands of the BC Lions in Week 10. And the coach and GM is ready to move on and take on their next challenge. Flush it for sure. I mean, better not. Um... You know, Winnipeg beat BC by 36 week four. So, uh, great challenge. We're looking forward to it. We know they're a great team, well coached, a lot of great players. At our place, though, um, you know, let's go out and play hard and try to get that win. Yeah, flush it, move on is exactly what they're going to have to do. And the Bombers, of course, provide maybe the ultimate challenge in this league of what they have to offer for great teams. Uh, they'll be starting Drew Brown at quarterback. He'll be making his first career start. Uh, for the injured Zach Calaro. Stamps injury situation looks like this heading into tonight. Uh, two big ones are rookie receiver Clark Barnes, who looks like he's going to miss some times as he was added to the six-game injured list uh, with a knee injury. So enter Markeith Ambles, who will make his first start for the Red and White this year. And boundary corner John Moxie, who dealt with injury problems all week, uh, was set to be a game-time decision tonight, but is a late scratch on Thursday. So new signing Shaquille Richardson will be thrown right into the fire tonight. It's a 7 o'clock start at McMahon. Legacy night. Uh, the team will be honoring the 98 Grey Cup champions, uh, Grey Cup winning squad. Uh, the MVP of that team, Jeff Garcia, outstanding Canadian Vince Danielson, Calvin Anderson, Jamie Crisdale, and of course Wally Buono, just to name a few of the names that will be at McMahon tonight. Should be a very fun evening. What are you looking for from the offense? Oh, God. Consistency and protection of Jake Mayer, really. Like, like this offensive line needs to do a hell of a job to, to, to try and contain... Uh, those front four in Winnipeg, we all we know what Willie Jefferson and Jackson Jeffcoat can do to anybody on any given day. It's just consistency. You, you want to like it's just been low passing games from Jake Mayer and good running. You want to see more balance from that offense, and I think Winnipeg obviously provides a unique challenge as they're they're great. They're, they're like Michael Shade, regardless of what they have at quarterback, Michael Shade is going to have that group coach. But you just want to see more consistency from that offense. Uh, week eleven did get underway last night in the Hammer. Uh, with the Ticats hosting the winless Elks. Feels like uh, it was going to be one of these next two for Edmonton. And of course, the Elks picked up a win last year in Hamilton. It was Trey Ford's first career start. He was making his second start of the season last night. And Edmonton did get their first win, uh, 24-10. They got up 21-6, held on, not blowing it like they did last week. Long weather delay in this one. I'm sure you were well aware, George. Southern Ontario got walloped 
last night, but big win for the Alex. They improved to one and nine. Be Trey radical. Ford. CFL football. Get in the game. Yeah, Trey Ford, man. Love he looks him. good. He does look good. Like, I think it, it, it took them forever, and I think maybe that partially guaranteed contract with Taylor Cornelius maybe was a partial reason why Chris Jones held on for so long. But second half started last night. It, it, the Elks, You see what Saskatchewan and Calgary are doing. Not that great right now. The Elks are really only three games back, and the Elks got two games coming up with Calgary. It's, it's go time for Edmonton for sure. Uh, NFL last night, preseason. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Hot, hot week two NFL preseason action in Philly with the Eagles hosting the Browns. Neither starting quarterback for the team uh, played in this one, so it was the backups getting to show what they got, and it wasn't all that much. Uh, This one ended in an 18-18 tie. I know earlier this week uh, the Browns were complaining that uh, Eagles players were taking liberties with Deshaun Watson, and like, Rightfully so. Of course, they're going to take liberties with that guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, so Cleveland was crying all about that one, but that one ended in a tie. Uh, two games tonight, if you're interested. We'll get uh, our second look at first overall pick, Bryce Young, and the Carolina Panthers. Tonight, they're at MetLife to tangle with Danny Dimes and the G-Men. That's at 5 o'clock. And as well, Maddie's Bengals are in Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Another look at Bijan Robinson. Mm. Uh, That's somebody we can ask. Exactly. Um, Derek Brown about straight ahead. Atlanta's got a fun backfield there with Algier and Bijan. Well, it's, it's it's packed. It's packed. Not the greatest for fantasy, but it'll be fun to watch no. for sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, don't forget um, who else is back there. Oh my God. His oh, Cordell Cordero Patterson. Cord- Cordero Patterson. Yeah, like <laughs> still there. a lot of touches to go around there. Yeah, and stay the, stay the hell away from Kyle Pitts. Atlanta's funky, but maybe this is the year. Maybe the, 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 the NFC South is a. Uh, yeah, that's a fun division. It's uh, trash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, game uh, game three of the WCBL final last night. Winner take all down at Seaman Stadium. The Dogs hosting the Medicine Hat Tigers. Dogs looking to go back to back and win their third title in five years. A dynasty perhaps could be crowned. So what went down in front of the cello crowd in Okotoks? Woo! Look out! Let the big dog eat. WCBL champions. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go with the game tied at five in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, this after Medicine Hat scored five in their half of the sixth. The Dogs half. They would score six to make it 11-5, and they would not look back. 13-5 the final. Dogs went back-to-back WCBL titles. The catcher, Caleb Lombard, led the way with four RBIs. Congrats Ooh. to Mitch Schmidt and the boys. One of the best summer collegiate programs in all of North America. Champs once again. Awesome. Uh, yeah, awesome to see. Uh, they went 6 1 in the postseason, only one loss in the last like two weeks of action. Uh, great, great year for the dogs. Uh, continuing a little bit of a local story. You'll see all your favorite soccer stars like Ariaga, Ariaga 2, Bariaga, Aruglia, and Pizza. Yeah, Cavalry FC returned home this weekend uh, take on York United. Uh, they've dropped two of their last three. Can't be doing that as the table is super tight. Cavs trail yeah. table toppers Pacific by just two points. And they're tied with, for second with Forge and have a two-point lead on third and fourth. And York, who their opponent will be, are the first team out of the playoffs. And they're four back at Cavs. So it's a massive one on Sunday, 3 p.m. kick at Atco Field at Spruce Meadows. going to be a wet one, uh, but hopefully no lightning, no thunder, so we don't have no delays at all. Uh, round one in the books of the BMW Championship. Uh, second stop of three of the FedEx Cup playoffs. The Olympia Fields uh, just south of Chicago. Round one was delayed two hours because of inclement, inclement weather. 
uh, in the Chicagoland area. And once we got going, uh, we had a good uh, good showing. Uh, Brian Harmon and uh, Rory McIlroy are your top uh, are your tops. So they're five under. Uh, Corey Connors is your top Canadian. Uh, Nick Taylor, Adam Svensson, and Adam Hadwin, the other three Canadians uh, in the field. Uh, they got to pick it up. Uh, Nick Taylor should be okay to be at the Tour Championship next weekend. Same with Corey Connors, but Svensson and Hadwin need to have really good showing if they want to be in Atlanta next weekend. Uh, but a great round, a uh, great opening round for Rory McIlroy. It's a, it's a, it's a crowded leaderboard. It's tight showing there. Ricky Fowler's yeah. up there as well. Uh, uh, Xander Schauffler, sorry, Scotty Scheffler as well is up there, uh, tied uh, or tied for second as well uh, at the BMW Championship. Uh, any, any thoughts on the PGA? Yeah, I uh, again, I, I try to get into the FedEx Cup playoffs, mm-hmm. and the Tour Championship's kind of interesting. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's not the major. No, it's, it's not. Wolf. It's not the Ryder Cup. Yeah, like it's not even the President's Cup. Yeah, and uh, still, yeah, it's interesting. It's like it. you know, you want Canadians to do well for sure, for sure. But yeah, but nobody's talking about who the FedEx Cup champion. Yeah, especially now, like you know, baseball playoffs, pennant races on the go right now, mm-hmm. NFL preseason exactly. on the go. It, CFL, you know, like we're getting towards uh, that more than the halfway point of the season now. So, yep. you know, a lot, a lot of stuff on the go right now. Can't, you know, I'm, I'm interested in uh, Canada at the FIBA World Cup. Yeah, that's like, going to be starting Spain. up here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm interested in yeah. that too. Exactly. Uh, and speaking of inclement weather, uh, today's start to the Champions Tour event here in Calgary, the Shaw Charity Classic down at Canyon Meadows, has been pushed to 8.30, up to 8.30 this morning, as we'll be dealing with uh, quite a bit of rain and wind later on this afternoon. Three Canadians in the field, including last week's winner and Calgarian Stephen Ames, as well as the 03 Masters winner Mike Weir. Their days get underway at 10.15 and 10.25 this morning. Weir will tee off alongside Miguel Angal Imanez and Stuart Sink. Ames will tee off alongside defending champion Jerry Kelly and Fred Couples. Uh, one more note before we go here. Uh, we're way up against it, but is the Women's World Cup final on Sunday morning. Uh, 4 a.m. Calgary time will be the defending European champion England, who welcome back Lauren James after a two-match suspension. Uh, they'll be taking on Spain, who heading into this tournament was definitely a dark horse, and uh, both nations looking for their first World Cup. England coming in slight favorites, but this is yeah, a really close matchup on paper. Should be a great one in yeah. Sydney on Sunday morning. Spain has been kind of my my favorite team to watch in this yeah. tournament with the amount of skill they play with. It's yeah, they've beautiful. been beautiful. They've been fun. Uh, definitely uh, some shades of the the 8 10 men's side with Spain coming along here. But Tiki Taka, uh, yeah, Taka feels like it. Uh, but England, uh, they'll be primed. They got a whole the football coming or it's coming home maybe. Uh, and, the, and the lionesses uh, to end that World Cup drought for England. Uh, it'd be big. I'm sure it'd be quite the party uh, in London there if they do indeed win but that's your world cup final and uh that's your morning report uh terrific stuff patrick and it's brought to you by motorworks if you own a bmw choose motorworks for service and repairs they'll gladly match and then they'll beat any competitor's price by 10 percent on 51st avenue third street southeast we help you out with your fantasy football draft if you're having one this weekend with Derek brown and we'll talk to buck martinez at 7 30 it's the big show russick and rose featuring patrick dumas sportsnet 960 the fan